Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The great thing for me in the University of Florida, NIL is going to be a strength here. So. You know, we've got our strategy and our plan, and we're excited about executing that going forward. You know, and we just happen to be at a place uh, that has tremendous history, tradition. NIL is no problem. It's a slam dunk at Florida, and we're going to – our players are going to benefit from that. And we're going to execute that and try to help our team and help the Gators win. College programs must be competitive in name, image, and likeness. It impacts current athletes and affects the decision of recruits. And Gator fans can put Florida at the forefront of name, image, and likeness. The Gator Collective is leading the charge, uniting fans and student athletes like never before. Commit for exclusive content, interactions, and events which bring you closer than ever to your favorite players. In this talent acquisition business, name, image, and likeness will play a huge role in Florida returning to the elite status of college football. It can start here. Join the Gator Collective. Link is in the description. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shout-outs, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. If you don't follow me there yet, go ahead and do so, please. Hey, you get all these uh, updates right there on Twitter, but of course, bringing you you know why you're here. You see it, the title of the episode. You know what's been going on all weekend, all day right here on this Saturday. I am coming at you late because, of course, you guys follow it just as close as I do. We did get the commitments of Castell, Jordan Castell, and Andy Jean. But, of course, you know, rumblings of more coming. Still want to wait a little bit to see if that would happen. Some little... Blunder that happened right before I decided to go live. Uh, so I'm a little later than I planned to be, but 
you know why you're here, uh, but it is a little bit later. I didn't want to really record too early and then something else happened and then have to, uh, you know, do, do it all over again. But here we are late Saturday. Look, if it happens on, look, I'm recording 930, uh, over 100 of you right now on this Saturday night. Thank you very much for, for hopping in. But if something happens, you know, put it in the comment section. I don't really have Twitter open right now. Um, I'm sure somebody would text me as well. But if, if some, I, I, I doubt anything happens this late at night. Um, with as far as another commitment, it would probably kind of get lost there. But if it does, if it does, uh, I should be prepared for that. So, uh, but yeah, right here on this episode, Jordan Castell, Andy Jean, both four stars. Castell, a defensive back, more than likely safety for the Gators at the next level, and then Andy Jean, the wide receiver, hopping on board right here for the Gators. So we'll get into those two commitments. For the Gators, Gators are on fire right now on the recruiting trail. Say it again, you know, we, we circled this end of July of what would the direction be for Florida recruiting? We would get our answer. Probably, you know, not at the end, you know, nowhere near where we want Florida to be come December, come February, but we would get a better idea of where the class was headed, where it would be trending, the type of commitments, the type of players Florida would be getting, we've got a pretty good idea right now. We've got a pretty good idea. So we'll get into those two new commitments, but before we do, everybody joining me right now, hit that like button. It really helps us out here on Gators Breakdown. If you're watching live on that YouTube version, subscribe. That helps us out as well. Check us out at the home of Gators Breakdown, newsforjacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. And uh, Gators Breakdown Plus, that Discord, I'm telling you, it was one of the busiest days we've ever had uh, right there on that Discord. Ever, you know, some new members also. If, if you just signed up for Gators Breakdown Plus, thank you so much. Uh, everybody who joins, new members, old members, have a chance to win those uh, pair of tickets for the Utah game. Uh, and then a lot of stuff just going on there uh, right now, but conversation-wise. So, all right. Without further ado, let's keep it going. You know why you're here, Gator Nation. Let's go. We got to commit. Let's start with the first one on this Saturday. Defensive back, Jordan Castell, 6'2", 195-pound safety from Winter Garden, Florida, West Orange High School, as you see right there, about a two, top 200 player. If you look on the 24-7 sports composite, he is a four-star there. The 202nd overall player in the country. The 13th ranked safety. Very similar to own three and their consensus. He is a 222nd ranked player overall. Also, the 13th safety in the country coming in as a four-star there as well. So... Changed his commitment date from October to today. Uh, and we knew this one was very, very, very likely to happen. He's been liking almost every commit Florida has had since then. He's been basically recruiting for Florida on social media over the last little over month or so. I saw him at Friday Night Lights last night. He's in a gator hat. It, he was not even really hiding it. Uh, so uh, we, we knew this one was coming. And you know, credit to him for, for sticking to his date. Um, that uh, This date right here, but still kind of 
getting into the feeling of being a Gator. Changed that October date because it was um, uh, an ode to his his father that passed away. Uh, but he moved the date up today. And if you watch the commitment uh, on, on YouTube, uh, he, you know he had a, his jacket. Uh, with his with his dad on it, and then took the jacket off and had the gator stuff un- un- underneath it. There with his mom, uh, they were on campus at the University of Florida, getting ready to go to the cookout. <laughs> and when he's sitting there committing, says, "I said this one, it wasn't really a secret, but Florida getting a good one here, top two hundred player in the country, thirteenth ranked safety by both services." So if we go to 24-7, Andrew Ivins, he says a large defensive back prospect here is Castell. Measured just under six foot two, 200 pounds in his spring before the senior season. Likely to settle in as a safety on Saturdays given his size, but spent much of his junior year working as an outside cornerback in a defensive scheme that put him in a lot of one-on-one situations. Ability to body up and hang with large wide receivers or hybrid slot tight ends is without a doubt a strength as he understands how to put himself in position to make a play on the ball. Isn't one that's afraid to make an open field tackle either and has gotten better and better in run support over the years as he will sift through traffic before finding leverage to making a stop. Top end speed is a big question mark with no testing on record, but has shown some situations that he can close gaps on Friday nights and does change directions pretty well for someone on the taller side. Should be viewed as a potential multi-year contributor at the Power 5 level, given his build and skill set. Will probably need a year or two in the weight room, along with some time to learn the system at the school of his choice, but might have a chance to contribute early on in a career as a special teamer, given how he tackles. Corner could very well end up being his home, but he's also the type of defender who could get looks elsewhere in the secondary, and maybe even linebacker, depending on how his body fills out. We go to the other side on three, Charles Power. His analysis says a versatile defender who can cover in the boundary, line up over the slot, or even bang in the box with the front seven. Lines up as a corner for his high school, but has size and frame to project as safety long term. Stands in right around six foot two, 200 pounds, and nearly six foot five wingspan. Tremendous time, a tremendous frame with excellent muscle definition, built like a linebacker. Seamlessly eats up yards with his stride length. Um, here is one speed here. Ran a 17.44 and 110 meter high hurdle during his junior track season. Has the hip fluidity and footwork for press man coverage. Lacks ideal range and twitch to play over the top or field corner. Needs to have a defined role at the next level in order to, f- to fully implement his skill set. Best fit is a walk down safety who can cover Jumbo slots, tight ends, or carry running backs out of the backfield. One of the older prospects in the 2023 recruiting cycle. So you look at, that's the type of player Castell is. And, I mean, just from what we've seen from Florida the last couple years at that safety position and the struggles tackling at that position, now we hope that is... (laughs) changes with the coaching transition this year of course uh but you know you need somebody right there at that last level of defense to be able to tackle to help you know control some of those big plays especially some of the run plays that we saw last year Florida give up um that last lot of defense there is that safety's got to make that tackle got to be able to sift through traffic got to be able to get the right angles and at the high school level that's what Castell shows here 
according to that uh, analysis there. And uh, one more defensive back here that when the ball was in the air shows that, you know, he thinks it's his. And I love that mentality there. Uh, so that's just one more aggressive style of player. If you And if you do look at his um, huddle highlights, I mean, there is a lot of press coverage. There is a lot of in the face of the wide receiver, um, as I said, and uh, plenty of returnability too. And as I said, you know, at in the college level, his speed's probably not going to wow you, but probably fast enough there uh, to to still make some plays. I mean, not the burner by any can you know any. And there's a reason he projects the safety mostly size, but also I think just the top end speed, not to play corner uh, there at, at the college level. So, but very versatile. It's good that. You know, it, with I mean, go. Of course, Georgia's offense may not be like this in a few years when Castell gets on the field a bit more. But if you were to play a team like Georgia and their big jumbo sets and their big-bodied wide receivers slash tight ends that they're going to bring to the field this year, you'd want somebody like Castell on the field. So now you look at what Florida has with Castell, and that's not too. F- Long after getting commitment from Jakeem Jackson, right there at the cornerback spot. Sharif Denson, more that nickel inside. I talked to him last night at Friday Night Lights, and you guys, um, the interview we had with him a couple weeks ago, but also talked to him a bit last night, and it's even further confirmed he's going to start in that inside corner, the nickel. So you get you a safety right here in Castell. Get you one outside corner there, Jackson. And Denson on the inside. And you add that to the terrific haul of last cycle with Devin Moore and Kamari Wilson. Florida's got a pretty good start with this secondary under this staff. Sorry, guys. My, my allergies uh, bother me right here. So, now I know we have to add the... You're looking at secondary, and like I said before, right? I mean, literally a minute before I decided to come live right here tonight. The storyline of Dijon Johnson ramped up a bit. Um, one service out there decided that they were uh, going to release that he committed to Florida tonight on this Saturday night and then had to pull that back. So <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Uh, but yeah, do we like Florida's chances there? You know, probably. But, I mean, we have to, you know, now possibly add him to the mix of this secondary group. Castell, Jackson, Denson, and now the big-time storyline of Dijon Johnson. We've followed that storyline like crazy the last couple days. But here's a refresher, of course. Getting word earlier this week that he's going to decommit from Ohio State, flip to Florida. Then we get word on Friday Miami's been pushing as well. And then, okay, well, he's going to visit Gainesville on Friday. And then he's going to go to Miami on Saturday. Well, Florida put a stop to that. Some say that wasn't even in the plan anyway. But he was definitely going to be in Gainesville on Friday. In Gainesville on Saturday. 
would he leave Gainesville early enough on Saturday to make it down to Miami on Saturday? Well, that didn't happen. Been in Gainesville the whole time. Decommitted from Ohio State on this Saturday. So that sets, sets, it, that sets the flip in motion to happen. And then that's one reason, of course, I don't know if, when it's going to happen. So I'm trying to decide to when I would record. But then, as I said, I was getting, I, I put myself on an 8.30 deadline. Whatever happens, I'll go live at 8.30. Getting ready to go live at 8.30. And coincidence, the, the, that comes out from, from Rivals putting out that Dijon Johnson, Johnson did flip to Florida. But if you're out there, if you saw it, they have pulled that back. Uh, was not supposed to be out. Uh, and then we'll, we'll see what happens next. But there's you getting caught up right there. There's your storyline for there. But Castell, Jackson, Denson, possibly Dijon Johnson. And I know it's come up. I've been asked a few times about it. This does not affect the commitment of Cormani McLean. One bit. You know, Florida, Florida isn't pursuing, Florida isn't targeting defensive backs out there because they don't think they're not getting McLean. Not what <laughs> it's not what's happening here. He's still the number one target. He's still very interested in Florida. Was on campus last night, Friday night lights, on campus today or Saturday for the cookout. He sees all this going on. Now, don't get me wrong, numbers, you, you see the numbers are, are high. Can be high for the defensive backfield. But we know what happens here. You know, it, it's time to stack talent. And for this position group, defensive back, what better way? And for a DB room that's led by Corey Raymond and Patrick Tony, to me, you can't have too many DBs. You can't have too many high-level DBs. I don't think it's going to affect him. Florida's definitely going to be pursuing. He knows the interest is there. See where that one goes. I don't know. Don't the timeline for that one? You, know, you have to think he's probably going to take it the distance or close to the distance, whether it be you know early signing day, maybe around the All Star Game announcements. Can Florida do enough legwork Friday night lights, the cookout on Saturday? It's been an eventful couple of days. Hopefully Florida, the, the push there is enough to go ahead and, you know, get try and get McLean in this class. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, let's keep it going. Castell wasn't the only commit of the day for the Gators. Gator Nation, we got another commit. Wide receiver, Andy Jean. Surprises Gator Nation a bit. 
Dude, this one was trending. Especially if you go and look at what happened on Friday Night Lights. Andy Jean for a time was right at Billy Napier's hip. Hanging out with the head coach. It was yeah, pretty easy to spot there. But Andy Jean, former Miami commit, by the way, commits to the Gators. He is a four-star on both services as well. On the 24-7 sports composite, he is the 332nd ranked player overall, 42nd wide receiver, and on three, he's a four-star as well, 353rd overall player, and 49th ranked wide receiver on on three. So another four-star to add to the class right here for Billy Napier and the Gators. And the Gators... This one should be publicized a bit more for the storyline of beating Miami for Andy Jean. We know the trend of Florida-Miami battles this whole summer, and it has not been all too pretty for Florida. Miami was trying to get back into this and knew he was on campus in Gainesville this weekend and was making making a push to make sure he doesn't make a decision, maybe getting back on campus in Miami. Now, this may maybe not be completely over, but he commits to the Gators. Miami, I'm sure, will still try. That's what happens in, in recruiting. But he got to feel great about what Florida was able to do here. Gene was a former Miami commit when the Gators beat him out here. And this one won't get publicized like the Malik Bryant and Jaden Rashada, but I'm going to publicize it right here. Florida beat Miami for Andy Gene. So let's go to some stats here for Andy Gene. He caught 40 passes for 733 yards, 18.3 yards per reception, at eight touchdowns in 14 games while playing in Florida's 6A classification. Let me tell you that that's the, one of the toughest out there in the country is Florida's 6A classification. And he's putting up big stats right there. Had arguably his best game against National Powerhouse IMG Academy. Caught six balls for 122 yards and two touchdowns in a loss to IMG, but putting up big stats against that powerhouse. Now, a lot of people will look at the rankings here, a four-star, but ranked 332, 353. But it's a track star. Doesn't camp a lot. And we know the we know what happens there a lot. If you don't cap a lot, yeah, unless you're just you know the can't miss type of talent, you're gonna get docked a little bit. And there's gonna be a lot of eyes on him coming up this fall because everybody I talked to, and this is not to make it sound rosy for Florida, but this is one they think is a little bit underrated, but they want to see just a bit more that they didn't get to see on the camp circuit because he runs track, doesn't camp a whole lot. Now, from everybody I talked to, this is one of the best wide receivers in the state of Florida. 
one of the best route runners in the state of Florida. On three had this to say about Andy Jean, a savvy receiver with shiftiness in his routes and a large catch radius measured at around six foot 180 pounds prior to his senior season, has long arms with a six foot five and a half wingspan. Link shows up on the field, by the way, with a considerable catch radius. Able to high point the football in contested situations in addition to extending for throws across the middle of the field. Plays faster than he tests, showing some to set the play speed on vertical routes. Dangerous on double moves on Friday nights and the camp setting. Shows good quickness within his routes, but can continue honing his route polish. Effective on back shoulder routes. Verified speed is average for the position, can continue adding strength to aid his ability to handle contact after the catch. There is your analysis of Andy Jean. Ready to see more of him this fall. A lot of people were excited about that gift for the Gators. So now, if you go back to some of the previous episodes, uh, we talked about Florida, you know, of course now, Aiden Mazzell and, and Eugene Wilson. Florida adding to the receiver profile here. Cree Whittemore there as well. You know, what happens with Tyree Patterson? Still see a lot of rumors that not maybe not going to be in the class. Maybe he'll flip the UCF. So probably to, to look at something to look out for there. But Florida adding numbers to the receiver position in recent weeks had the big time gets of Mazel and Wilson. Now add Andy Jean to the mix, where a lot of people are excited for that one. So right, when we look at it, with those two commitments, Florida now sits at 16 commitments in the 12th ranked class in the country. What a, what a move for the Gators in the last week or so. 12th ranked, 16 commitments. LSU sits at number 10, Tennessee at number 11. So Florida not too far behind two teams they play every year. LSU and Tennessee sitting right there at 10 and 11. We've got to keep the storyline going. 16 commitments right now for the Gators. 14 four-stars to the class. Compare that to just two three-stars, and the storyline keeps going for the one we're keeping up with as well. 14 of the 16 from the state of Florida. Raising that floor big time with the 14 four-stars and making inroads in the state with 14 commits right now. So as you look at this Saturday and the commitments for the Gators that are continue to roll in, Jordan Castell, Andy Jean, making their pledges to the Gators. And if you were around, I'll go back to last night a little bit, Friday Night Lights. Uh, if you were around, you could tell these were, you know, you guys keep up with a lot of the sites out there and Twitter and social media and stuff. Yeah, These weren't too big of surprises. Um, Gene, it was more about kind of maybe when it would happen. 
But go back to Friday Night Lights and just being in that setting, you can tell. I'm maybe I'm getting caught up in the in the fanboy. Maybe I'm getting caught up in all the excitement there. But I'm telling you, from from, from me, there is a lot of a hope, a, a hope, some optimism from what's going on right there. You've seen, you've seen it behind the scenes, talking to a lot of people. The staff knows what they're doing. Will that produce instant results? Maybe not. But we're seeing a good string of commits right here. We know it's not ultimately where we want it to be. But man, you got to like what the staff's been able to put together. And I'm telling you, being around it last night, I, I love the direction this thing's going. A couple things uh, I've noticed. You know, uh, Kamani McLean. Uh, showed up a little bit late uh, there to, to, to Friday Night Lights, but, you know, he wasn't working out or anything, so uh, nothing nothing big there. Uh, Kelby Collins comes in, of course, the Alabama, state of Alabama defensive lineman, one of the top, what, 70 defensive linemen in the country. He was at the hip of Gator commit T.J. Searcy pretty much all night long. TJ Searcy, Gators commit, doing a good job there of kind of getting with Collins, showing him the showing him the ropes around Gainesville there. But that was uh, pretty good to see uh, right there. Hung out with a lot of the Jacksonville area kids. Um, Trey on Webb there. Uh, if you guys follow him on social media, you can absolutely tell he's got it going. Big time. Trying to commit, trying to pull a lot of commits for the Gators right now. Uh, so he's he, he's doing his job recruiting for the Gators right now. Sharif Denson talked to him. He's definitely going to be, you know, hey, there's my dog coming in. You can probably hear his, uh, probably hear him walking around a little bit. Um, definitely, he got, he's got a history with Cormani McLean. He's going to be on him. Hopefully, you know, Friday night, Saturday. During the cookout, so a lot to look forward to there. But then you're talking to those guys. You could tell they're excited to be Gators, and you could tell they're excited to help build this class. That's probably the most important aspect of it. And that's why I'm hoping you're somebody like Cormani McLean. If you've got the inkling to want to get into the class already, get in early and you help build the class. That's what a lot of these kids are doing. Webb and Denson that I talked to, Stokes there. Those guys are wanting to commit or wanting to recruit for their university that they've committed to. And the rest of this class filling out, whatever happens this weekend is going to be because of those group of players that Florida has right now. As I mentioned, Collins was right there with Searcy all night long. You know, Florida's got, a, I think, a pretty good group of guys here that want to be Gators, and they want to make a lot of those other big targets out there Gators. And I think that's going to go a long way. And to be in that environment of Friday Night Lights, you could see it. I mean, I, there was a lot of um, coaches out there, high school coaches and, and, and parents, you know, giving, giving shout-outs to the Gator coaching staff that was there. Then I think that's going to extend over to uh, the family. The, the, probably the biggest thing I took away in talking to a lot of people there are the families of these commits and the families of the recruits there love this staff. And that's eventually going to that's go, that's pay dividends down the road. That, that's one aspect of it. Now, of course, you know, there's other aspects out there. But that one aspect right there, I think, is going to go a long way for Florida. 
Sorry, guys. Just keep keep checking my phone, making sure I'm not missing anything right there. But that was uh, some of the big, you know, kind of the big takeaways there from Friday Night Lights. I love the direction. Love what we're hearing about these commits, the targets, family atmosphere. Hearing a lot of good things about the cookout. We'll see if there's an effect for getting some more commits down the road. Don't necessarily have to pay dividends in the days right after Friday Night Lights and the days right after the cookout. And this may be laying the groundwork for some commits down the road in this class, the 24 class and the 25 class. DJ Lagway, the big-time 24 quarterback on campus right here all weekend. Florida make Florida lay the foundation for trying to get a quarterback like that in the next class. It's another reason you like building this class up. There's a lot of commits on campus right now. But some of the takeaways there for Friday Night Lights, kind of what's going on that I've noticed a little bit behind the scenes. So, all right, there we go. That'll do it for this episode of these previews. Oh, let me peek in here at the comments here. Let's see, let's see. Let's see, John Quarles asked, you know, who can we expect to get soon? You know, pretty much, you know, went over that right there. Kelby Collins be somebody I'll be looking for. You know, can Florida go target a linebacker uh, at the same time? Probably going to have to get a, you know, some, some flip candidates for linebacker. Not want you know the quality at the position There's a lot to prove uh, that position offensive line of course you know we're waiting on those but like where we're going and a lot of the other places there so we'll see where See where we're heading, though. All right, so there's a lot to read to uh, there. All right, there we go, everybody. If you want to continue the conversation, you can head to Gators Breakdown Plus Discord, and I'll be on there. On there pretty much all day today, <laughs> on this Saturday. Um, family's out of town for the weekend and hey, it was kind of perfect. Everything that went on, following everything that's been going on this weekend, kind of the one last big hurrah for recruiting with fall camp starting this coming up week. You know, Friday Night Lights is always that way. These cookouts having a lot of success with that. Kind of the last hurrah for recruiting before the season starts. Hopefully in the coming days, I'm sitting here bringing you some more commitment videos. But coming up this week, fall camp. It's a lot to get excited for as football's right around the corner. So, all right, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown. <laughs>